Updog fella. Look good, feel good, play good. We got some new Adidas golf swag coming the fella's way. I don't know if any new golf swag would help your game, but, but I love it. Adidas is excited to introduce new offerings within the go-to apparel collection that allows you to bring your style to the golf course. Not the traditional golf uniform. Go-to brings a fresh attitude to the game wherever you play. You'll look good on and off the course while enjoying all the technical benefits that let you play your best. Featuring streetwear-inspired style, the go-to collection rewrites all the rules and encourages you to express your style through every swing. Explore the new go-to collection on adidas.com slash golf. Fella. Fella, my man, how we doing, buddy? Good. The curfew call, the curfew calls the roll on. Other than the semi rotten lunch that I had, it's running. What'd you, what'd you eat? I had uh, Malibu Farms. I had the uh, the chicken. avocado toast. Or no, what? I went with the chicken, um, like vegetable <laughs> curry bowl. Oh well, yeah. curry. I mean, anytime you eat curry, you're rolling. I think dice. it was just a little thick in the in the milk. You know. <laughs> A little heavy. Isn't know. curry good for you though? In general, like, isn't it supposed to I help your metabolism? I actually don't like a lot of curry, but I like this dish. It's actually one of my favorite lunch dishes. But I might have to have a chat with them. But yeah. <laughs> well, well, we better zip through this one for you. But we, <laughs> hey, Max, be ready to press pause. Hey, at no, remember, which which podcast did I do that I was fucked for? Remember, I was puking. Oh, yeah. and I, I puked and came back for it. Yeah, you sure? Well, you yeah, you did a puking rally. Yeah, yeah. That was food. I think that was food poisoning. That wasn't when we came back from Cabo because you the, no. the two times ago we were in Cabo when we stayed with Billy Quinn. You were like as white as this piece of paper. Yeah. Remember the last night we were like on the couch. Nobody really wanted to go out, and then we looked at you and oh. you were like. No, that wasn't it. But that was like the other time I just, yeah, caught a bug. <laughs> caught a bug. Right. I don't know, where, bug I, right. I don't know where I would have found that. Well, listen, let me know. Just put your hand up if you got no, it. If you gotta take I'm good to shit. go, actually. And sorry to get off topic here. No, I'm sure the listeners, the boys at home have always had the old oh, yeah. growly guts. They understand what's going Clench on. Clench them up, bud. Curfew calls continue up, dog. Uh, I think you agree with me. We love doing these. We've had some great calls. We've got some good write-in ones as well. Maxie, let's start it off with a call, fella. All righty, here we go from Liam in... London, Ontario. Jim Bobs. Fellas, Liam McCarthy calling from London, Ontario. Good Irish guy. Had one quick question for you, fellas. Love the curfew calls. Love the opportunity to give the fans to speak. Um, was wondering who the toughest goalie you kind of circled on your lineup charts looking into the night. Given the chance to score on him, who did you want to get kind of out of that list? Guys you've scored against. Obes, no, you're not a big goal scorer, so I'll give you this. Who's the guy you look at your lineup sheet and go, I got to hit that guy tonight, make an impact for my team, win some games. Love you, fellas. Love everything you're doing. Continue doing it. Rest in peace, Jimmy Scoops, Hayes. And uh, continue what you're doing, fellas. Keep her going. McGurthy. Liam MacArthur, right? McCarthy. 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 It's a good Irish lad there. Sure is. Easy question. One guy always wanted to light up. Thanks, thanks, Liam, for you know, <laughs> changing the subject on goals. But uh, Maxim Perrier, that fucking rat, French <laughs> rat, anytime I could get him, man. And Princey, you've already posted again, but when this curfew call comes out, post the clip. Up, dog, you want to talk about, he dumps the puck in in, in Vancouver, and I'm playing for Colorado, and he yep. dumps it in, yep. and I see him, and he, like, he lets up, and I'm like, uh-uh. Like, one Mississippi, two Mississippi, two and a half Mississippi, yeah. and I come around, 
And fuck, today it's a penalty 100%. And light his ass up. So to answer your question, Liam, Maxim LaPerriere was a guy yeah. I would not let off the hook I, ever. I agree. When he was in St. Louis, I wanted to kill him fuck, too. Is that where you played against most of them? Like what? He played in Vancouver. And then where was he before Vancouver? Montreal, maybe? I think St. Louis. I, mean, I, don't I think know. St. Let me Louis. Look, let but me anyway, look up good, his, good point. Let me look up his shit. I used to circle up. He was uh, actually a decent player. He was a good player. I used to circle up. Um, who would fucking route a scootus? Oh yeah. I fucking hated him. And what he's doing this year in the playoffs has just been insane. But he had yeah. my number for a while. Fuck. He knocked me out cold in the home opener. <laughs> <one year. laughs> he, me- he got me so good. It was an elbow, mind you. And I had my head up the, and I had my head. Yeah. Up yeah. The- so sorry. Yes. He, uh, Montreal, I played in Montreal for four years, Anaheim, Vancouver. And then he finished off in St. Louis. Sorry. Rat. Almost um, won a cup in fucking van. He One did, went uh, away. Those fuckers were. Um, and then uh, as far as goalies go, man, it was always uh, it was always fun playing against Carey Price. Yeah, I got one on him in the playoffs, assisted by our boy Lupul. That was nice. Fucking cheddar. How are you? Suck it. And then, um, uh, as far as goalies go, Jonathan Quick. When I was out in Phoenix, we used to battle him a lot. He was nasty. You got to circle him up, though, because he's one of American's best goalies. Gotta. Gotta. Uh, who'd you get your first I would say, Hassan, listen, right? Liam, you're right. You your first I, I, yeah, I only had 13 career goals. 13. 13, yeah. But here's my goalies. Hassock, my first one. Got one on Roberto Luongo, Hall of Famer. Two yeah. Hall of Famers. I got one on Rob. Yeah. Cam Ward, I got two on. Is he going to be a Hall of Famer? No. No. Stanley Cup champ. Yeah. Um, who's that big Finnish goalie that was kind of a flop in Atlanta? Lettinen? I mean, no, he wasn't a flop, really. He played a long time. He wasn't a flop? No, but he was drafted second second overall in my... He played a long time. Did he play a long time? Yeah, yeah, he played a lot. Dallas. Dallas. Uh, Yeah, no, he's a good goalie. But was he as good as he was supposed to be? Um, As a second overall Or does that not matter? As long as you still have a good career, right? Because you're so young when they're drafted, right? Yeah, Yeah. he was a legit goalie. Yeah, he was. Uh, I got one on him. I got one on our, uh, our buddy, Marty Turku, who came on the pod this year. And then I think that's just about it, really. That's but who would I, I who did I always want to get one on? I scored on Nikolai Habibulin too in the playoffs. Who did I always want to get one on? Yeah, who'd you get? Who'd you want to get? Good question. Let me think here. I got to go through the. Well, I mean, anytime I played against the Ducks, I always wanted to score. So Brisgolov, you could throw in there. Um, would have loved to score on Jiggy. Never did play with him in, De- in Denver. Scored a lot in practice on Jiggy, and Jiggy would get fired up when he scored on him in practice. Like you'd like, you know how you go in the corner, like, woo! Yeah. He'd be like, fuck you and shoot a puck at you. So it was always fun scoring on him. Do you remember Dunham? Mike Dunham? Yeah. yeah so he was, my first, he was my first goalie when, when I was in. You played in like the era before me. Yeah. That was the era before Well, me. 2002, my first camp when I made the team at a training camp, he was a goalie. And I remember fucking around like after a drill and I grabbed the pucks out of the net and I'm throwing a few in the corner. And then I, I like when I get to the corner, you know, the guys aren't set up yet for the drill. So I'm like, fuck it. Now I can get this on top of it, like on top of the net or in the net. Like, and I just fucking saw someone from the corner and it hits him in the back of the leg and kind of gave him one of those like <laughs> dead legs. And he turned and hucked a stick at me. And I was like, holy fuck. He's like, don't ever fucking do that again, rookie. And I'm like, okay. And then the boys are like, oh yeah, don't fuck around with him. No shit. I'm like, Jesus Called Christ. Called you a rookie puke? Yeah. Like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> fuck. I love that you're fucking around flipping pucks. Yeah, yeah. And he was a starting I goalie. I was feeling, you know, feeling. Was he the starting goalie or was it Volkun? No, he was our starter. Mike Dunham. Mike Dunham was our starter. Safe and, to say uh, they didn't make the playoffs that year, did no, they? No, no. Um, 
uh, Vokun took over shortly thereafter and, and got us in the playoffs. That was when Mace Dog was our. You know who I always wanted to get one on was uh, Kippersoff. Kipper. Just because I heard he's such a beauty, he would get fucking banged up the night before every game I heard and fucking stop 50 pucks. Yeah. I'm like, if I can get one past this beauty. And we always played Calgary like on a hockey night in Canada or something, right? In Vance City. Like going mm-hmm. to that game, like, God, I got a day off tomorrow. It'll be nice to get one on Kipper here tonight and head right down to Yale Town with Peter and totally. see what goes on. I never did, though. I hit the post uh, on Marty Broder, my second game oh, ever. Yeah, Marty, and then the Marty. next game, I sniped on Richter. That's that's, that's old school. Great. Who was the best goalie from our era? Carey Price. Wow. No Stanley Cubs. Best goalie, though. Better than Roberto Luongo? Better than Pekka Rene? Yeah. Better than Marc-Andre Fleury? I think so. Better. Vasilevsky yeah. doesn't count for us. Who else from that era? Are we missing anyone else that's like... Um, you could put in... Uh, who was San Jose's goalie all those years? Nabotkov? Was he there when we were there? Did yeah, you, he was. Who, he was. Who was their goalie good. in the conference finals when they beat you out? Do you remember? Um, it was Martin. Martin Jones. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Fuck, he was good too. Yeah. Um, Jonathan Quick is up there. Quickie. Is Crawford one? I don't think so. But he won all those. No, fucking but he won cups. all those cups. Quickie, Quickie was so good, man. <clears throat> um, Carey, but by, by, when Carey Price was on and asked Loops because he played him all the time, you couldn't score on him. Yeah. It was just insane, and it was effortless. Like, all the goalies who watched, you know, if you talk to Carter Hutton, and we got to have Carter Hutton on because he's, he's a big fan and looking to share some wealth uh, knowledge in the goalie space. He could be our Lundquist on the panel that TNT has. It's Carter Hutton. It's fucking, well, we'll take him. We could look how's a suit game? Is he, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. We'll ask him. We don't have enough to pay for his suits because yeah, hey, those no, Hank suits are those We're suits. not paying for anyone's suits. No. Mm-hmm. Those ones the Hanks are wearing are off the rack. Um, that. But he would say, like, watch Carey Price. It's the... It's, you know, hockey orgasm. It's hockey man juice. You remember when Carey Price first came in the league? I thought, man, this guy doesn't battle hard enough in there. Like, remember the year Yurosov Halak played mm-hmm. in the playoffs for them? Mm-hmm. And Carey was just like, but he was so, my point being is he was so quiet. Like, so in control that he didn't have to, like. Yeah. Know, he was always like, boom, boom. Yeah, it's just, he was this, he, he pioneered the movements that the goalies now you know, play. I think we had Turco on earlier talking about the reverse V or whatever. Yeah, the reverse V. I think v. that's like a Carey Price, like pioneer. Best backup goalie from our era that you played with or played against. I'm going to say this guy wasn't, this guy won, I believe he won rookie of the year and he's got the, he had the, the all time record for wins for the Leafs. He was a backup when I played Andrew Raycroft. Razor was probably yeah, yeah, yeah. my favorite backup goalie. And when you put him in there, yeah. fuck, he played good. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, the only thing about Razor, if you ask some guys probably though, is he probably didn't stay out late for like a lot of shots, right? But I didn't give a fuck about that. But if you're maybe a forward or shit, you yeah, want to work on your yeah. shot, maybe that's, who was your, who was your, ba- or maybe a backup? Chris Mason was badass guy. Yeah. Good guy. Um, Jason LaBarber was a good backup. Yeah, Barbs. I'll throw guy. him up there with the best. Good guy. Hutton and Hutsey was, was great. Um, in Florida, we had Clemel, Clemenson. Wow. Good dude. Love to play cards. Always read the paper. Really smart guy. College guy. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's a backup goalie when you saw him in there that you weren't like, oh, this is going to be a kind of a gimme. Brian Finley. Brian Finley. <laughs> Poor fucker. Oh, he let a stinker in against game seven. I know he did. Against the, you guys in the minors. Cincy. Red line Mark on Mark Popovic. Popovic. Fuck, our coach came in after that. Was Claude Noel came in and was like, just looked at our whole group and said, sometimes uh, you just don't understand why things happen the way they do. <laughs> 
But this so this one will be tough to realize all summer. Well, you know what just happened out there today, but what a oh, series that was! It was fucking what a grind. We got so drunk on that bus ride home from Milwaukee to Cincinnati. Well, no, you guys went straight to uh, Chicago. Oh, we did go straight to Chicago. Good memory. Yeah. Not that, that I was on that bus. No, but that series. You guys was great. went to a Cubs game too. I think before yeah, we, the season we started. We did. Yeah, we had to wear our suits. I remember imagine that. Making, imagine making guys wear a suit to, to a the fo- game. To the game. There's <laughs> ten of us at Wrigley Field wearing suits. Uh, fuck without a tie. I'm like. And by, by the way, the only guy who probably had a nice suit was Lupo. He was the only one that had any kind of, yeah. maybe Kunitz had some cheddar. I was wearing like a fucking made well, for Well, that's Morris. because if you let these minor league guys wear whatever they want, you don't know what the fuck they're going to throw at you. <laughs> that's true. Right? Like with these little Russians coming in he, and they, you know. Igor Prohanka. They they do the zip ups with the fucking rip away pants probably. Cheese stuff. Cheese. Oh, cheese stuff was nasty player. Nasty. Nice. But you just can't, you can't trust like a 20 year old guy that's got no cash on, you know, just wear something presentable at the game, but yeah. who gives a flying fuck? Fuck, we wouldn't have been ever go. We, we would have been ketchup stains on it. Anyway. Yeah. Well, we should have went in our workout gear better on than suits. We're sitting there. It's fucking. Yeah. Whatever. Look man. at these idiots. Imagine <laughs> watching these guys. Who the fuck do these guys think they are? Dude, I even thought that like throughout our NHL career when, you know, we had to wear suits on, on off days, right? We go, you go to a movie with eight of the guys were wearing suits. You go to, for dinner, we're wearing like. We're drawing, especially to the bar. Like, how much more attention were we drawing to ourselves going, you know, eight guys deep, all wearing suits? Like, right? Don't yeah. you think we're yeah, drawing? Even, just, like, well, let the guy wear jeans. Totally. Right? I never, got, I never got that. Oh, I know. Plus, it, it's tough on a suit, right? Like, you're going you to the movies, the you're right farting in, in yeah, it, you're yeah, fucking yeah, wearing totally. it. It's like, that's It gets stinky done. by game four of the <laughs> seven-day road trip. I agree, I agree. How many times you had to take your suit on and off and on and off and on and oh, off in my. one day? Well, you put it on in the morning to go to practice. You put it on in the morning. Take it off for morning skate. Yeah. Put it on after morning skate. Yeah. Put it on to take it off when you get to the hotel. Yeah. Put it on to go to the bus. Take it off when you get to the game. Put it back on. Put and it t- back on. Take it back off before you thump someone. <laughs> <laughs> eight, eight times in one day, you change your fucking outfit. Eight times you put your suit on and off. No wonder my back sore. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know. No wonder I don't have any suits anymore, too. I'm like, oh. get these the hell out of here. I, I don't need them anymore. I'll tell you what, it was probably a year, and a year and a half after I retired, and all my all my game suits were tucked in that back corner, and I at least look at them like, I'll, I'll get back there. Yeah. I'll get back there. <laughs> Finally, one day, I was like, I, I ain't getting back there. I took them, I just fucking right to Goodwill. Or I have one summer suit that I would love to wear to a wedding, and it's not fitting, like the the waist and the, the crotch. Too, I, too loose? Too, no, she's too tight. Too tight? I used to like a nice tight, but it's just, my horn's just sticking right out the side. It's <laughs> well, not for, it's, You don't mind that. I don't, I could rock that back in the day. But, but no. you weigh less than when you played, right? Yeah, but in the waist, I think. Oh, really? Dad bod waist. I'm working on it now. I did leg day today. Working on the waist. <laughs> uh, that core fired up. Liam, Liam McCarthy? Yep. Great question, buddy. Great question. Let me just say it again. Luongo Hasek, all right? Luongo Hasek, Richter. Who else and, you get uh, one on? Carey Price. Yeah, well, yeah. Fuck. I never got one How on How many Hasek. career goals you got? Did you get 100? I got 180. 180? I think. Wow. That's oh a lot God. of Someone's going to fact check that. <laughs> Someone fact check that. Maybe, maybe it's... Maybe maybe it's at, yeah, I think, I think I got 180. That seems like a lot. 150? Keep going down. 140? <laughs> Keep going down. It's 30. 138. 138. Oh, 138. Wow, that's a lot of goals. <laughs> Fuck 180. I'm not bad. That's a little bit. It's all promotion here. That's, uh, we don't need to edit this. That's a lot of goals. That that's a lot of goals. 130? That's a lot of goals. I know. Fuck. Fuck. Imagine if they put me on the power pile. I had 13. 
13. That's not bad. No, that's not great. I should, like, How I many should. mutants out there have 138 fucking NHL goals? How many mutants out there have 13 NHL shifts? <laughs> or 13 kills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more importantly. Uh, up, uh, Max, you want to do, want me to read one? Or what do you want to do, fella? Yeah, why don't you read that top one there? All right, here what we, we got? go. What do we Dan got? Dan Sheehan. Sheehan. Off-season question. Fellas, hate to bring up some bad memories, but both of you have been bounced in the playoffs during your career. How quick... Quiet. How quiet is that plane ride home after being eliminated? Are the boys allowed to enjoy themselves at all? And how hard do you get after it when you get home? Thanks, boys. Dan from Milwaukee. Rest in peace, Broadway Jimmy Scoops. You want to carry I mean, this? That's a great question. And he might be surprised when we tell him this. Is it, that in that case, win or lose, you fucking get as drunk as you can. Yeah, as you, soon as you can. As soon as you can. It's like you, you just battled all year, boys. You gave 82. You made it to the playoffs. You lost. And if it's a heartbreaker or not, it, it sinks in. And you shed a tear. And you say, fuck, I hope I have a next year. Because some guys don't. True. And then you just get drunk for well, a week, well, at least. Well, fuck, two weeks at least. Well said. I would say the, the, how quiet the room is. For the first 20 to 30 minutes after the game. Yeah. Um, that is like you come in and you see guys crying and you look around. And, and like you said, you realize that, you know, even if we had a contract the next year, it's not going to be the same group of guys, right? No matter what, it's not going to be the exact same team. And you realize that a, your dream of winning the Stanley cup is over. B you're never going to be with these guys again. See the, the emotion gets out of it. And you're, you're, you realize how banged up you are. You're like, fuck, I'm hurting. That's why you got to drink too. But then after that, you're like, let's fuck here have a blue light yeah. hey you're like let's get after it and, and then like, you get as drunk as you can on the plane as like, drunk how many as sticks am i gonna steal from yeah. here at the end of the year so i can take them home yeah give them to my boys yeah there's all the sock tape you anyone got extra laces <laughs> no sock tape is key you, so, you, you gotta get lots tape. of sock tape you gotta for take the, the sock tape how many jerseys do i get here do i get both the home and away no you get the one like, give me both i know why were they all one jersey i know fuck why would off. they only give us one jersey probably like they, they gave you one jersey in the nhl one jersey one at jersey the end of the year. year fuck every high school college our teams would let us take one jersey yeah, see? yeah but that's because you guys can't auction them off for money for their charities ah uh, but, but still um, they should have gave us both our jerseys yeah but yeah and just to touch on that they go through i don't know that's frosty but you probably go through 10 or 12 jerseys a year at least different sets how nice is it when you come and you fresh come to set. rank in a fresh New Jersey? Yeah. You're like, here we go. Smells good. Oh, National League. Put it on, stretch it out a bit. <laughs> right. Spit yeah. on it. But to answer, yeah, we get as drunk as you can on the plane. Mm -hmm. And then your next biggest concern or mine was, maybe not you, was making sure you're there for your year-end meeting, right? Yeah. And I used to always be like, all right, this is my chance. I'm going to go in there and tell them exactly how I feel. You know, like, I feel like I could maybe have a bigger role or whatever. And I got so fucking shit-faced the night before. And I would just go in there and they'd be like, got anything to say? Nope. Shake their hand and just leave. Because I was always just hung titty. I, me too. I remember the one year, my, after my second year in Vancouver, I went into AV's meeting without a lick of sleep. Like, I mean, no, I couldn't drive to the rink. I had to get a fucking Uber or a cab back then. Or I think my buddy might have drove me. I'm like, wait here. This won't take long. And you lived in Cole Harbor. It probably wasn't that far. 10 minutes. <laughs> and I went. And he knew. He yeah. fucking knew. He's oh, like, yeah. I get some sleep. I'm like, ah, a little bit, you know, you're in Bender. Yeah. Anything you got to say? I'm like, no, no, thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> Just make sure you guys qualify me next Probably year. Right? You're on this deal here? Yeah. Uh, no. Okay, shit. Uh, what do you need to hear? Yeah. I just said to them, when I leave, anything you want to say? I'm like, yeah, just make sure you guys qualify me, eh? And they laughed. Yeah, AV, no, that, that, that was the meeting story. That was the meeting AV said to me. He said after my second year where I, they did qualify me, shockingly. And he's like, oh, you know what? If I played with you, buddy, 
I would love to be your teammate, but you're a fucking nightmare to coach sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, you're like, I think that's a, actually that's that's a compliment, right? If I was easy to coach, would you like me? I don't know. I was like, am I that hard to like, I mean, I take some pad penalties the odd time. Yeah. That's so maybe miss the odd curfew, but uh, yeah. Good team guy. Fucking fight guys. Play hard. Like how much of a nightmare? Like, I know you'd want to play with me because you want to get some, you know, it's, it's funny. Like, do you, do you think if you coached a team, you would be soon to forget like all the things that you did that might've been borderline bad? It's a great question. Would you be soon to forget it when you feel the heat on as a coach or? No. And, and listen, do you remember the catcher boys, AJ Przinsky for the White Sox? Oh yeah. Do you remember the world championship they won with Ozzie Smith? I just caught something on social media a couple weeks ago that they would go out 20 guys on a team. How many guys on a baseball team? 25 man roster or whatever? Yeah. Whole team would go out with Ozzie. He said one morning they came home and the, uh, the guy that was supposed to DH that day was a, was a Latin guy who was sleeping in the lobby. <laughs> and always, and Ozzy said, well, "How do you say hello and or como está or yeah, yeah. You know, whatever?" Yeah, and Spanish. he's like, uh, "Yeah, yeah, what's up?" And Ozzy's like, "Hey, you're DH tonight. Be ready to go." And AJ Przinsky's point was, Ozzy didn't give a fuck what you did as long as you showed up. Now, if I was a coach and I said, "Hey, up dog, you're not playing the way you were three months ago." Now, I'm not going to blame your off ice stuff, but what's going on? Like, we got to get you going. Kind of what Sylvain Lefebvre did to me in Denver. But as long as you're bringing it to me as a coach, yeah. I wouldn't give. Up. I want you to go out. Yeah. But if you're played, if you're played the upset, we got problems probably, right? Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. I guess it depends how often and how much of a, you know, issue it is. But yeah. I, I just think if I was a coach, like I wouldn't, I'm not too far excluded from the game of hockey and being in a dressing room that I would have this issue with like five or six guys getting pinned. I, I would, I would be like, I just want to know that it was done on the right days and that they're doing it totally. properly. Time and they're, exactly and, and they're taking... They're, they're realizing like, you know, one fuck up can ruin your whole career type thing. Yeah, all, the, all the things that you need to learn. Totally. And, and another sort of, and another thing that makes good coaches, coaches, or good coaches, good, sorry, is timing is everything. But when coaches allow guys like me and you, hey boys, this is a good night to go. Then you're not going to run on a night that you're not supposed to run. Yeah. But if you're playing for a guy like Hartley or these fucking nerds and they, they never give you a night to go, Joe Sacco, fuck it, I'm going. I don't give a fuck. Like, would you, I, I would like, to, if I was a coach. Yeah. I think I would have super enjoy the feeling like coming in after a win and just, you know, being like, what would I do tonight if I were you fucking idiots? Like, you know, because you you I'll tell you what I'm going to do. You, you would say that. You That's say, what I would say. Win. And I would, I would fucking, you would own the room and the guys yeah. did fucking go to war for you the next game. Right? Yeah. You'd say, boys, if I was good win. God, do I wish yeah. I was you boys right yeah, now. Just because, because if I, I was, was in your shoes and yeah. I just let it eat on nights like this. I just hope you guys do too. Yeah. And, and like in all seriousness, like, you know, we did go out a lot for playing the NHL, but like how much did you go out? Like once, maybe twice a week where you could really go out. But for me, it was typically once a week. Now, unless I was on the road, right? If I was flying in to play New York or LA or Dallas, then maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I wasn't giving up a night. No. You know, in one of those cities. But when I was home, even in Vancouver, I would go out hard one night i maybe go out after a win have a couple drinks dinner but there's only one night a week you'd really give her you had the day off the next day yeah that was it one day a week I just, guys just, that's a lot. just a nice green light and a cold lapat blue huh how nice is a green light on the road though when they're like no practice tomorrow no plane it's epic just go good city yeah new np Okay. New. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. NP. We'd always say, let's just, like, boys, let's win this game and then fuck the broads after. Eh? That was like, <laughs> I always like to say that at room. Um, great question, though. So I would say, you know, right after the game, but on the plane, 
you're getting as drunk as you possibly can. Yeah. Yeah. You want to read the next one, bud? This is from Mike Montgomery, Monty, Monty boy, <laughs> Monty fella. You've had Ken Danico on quite a bit as a guest, and I've been wanting to tell you guys a story. I was probably 10 years old and a huge Penguins fan in a Penguins jersey behind the devil's bench. Ken Danico broke his stick and handed over the glass to me. I didn't ask for it. And as a devil's hater, it made me root for him throughout his career. As I've grown older, it made me realize how much of a professional he was. Mikey. Oh, feel good story. Yeah. Feel good question. It wasn't a question, more of a so shit statement. This, slash guy, story. this guy is, uh, he's had an experience at a hockey rink where uh, old Danico probably beat the shit out of one of his favorite players and then gave him a stick. So going back to our series in Milwaukee about sticks, there was this fucking Yahoo behind the bench in Milwaukee for that whole game, for that whole series that just chirped me the whole game. Oh, Brian, you suck. Well, Brian, you fat fuck. Oh, Brian, Tutu's going to kick your ass. You're I'm talking for all four wow, games in Milwaukee. Wow, you remember that. Yeah, and all year, because you're going to love this. And all year. Like, every time we came to Milwaukee, this guy was all over me. And it was a running joke between me, Brooke Bank, and Lupo and the boys. And, like, how, like, we'd be on the bus, and they'd be like, fuck, Holmes, whatever. So we'd be you guys in game seven, and he would sit right behind the ball, right behind the bench, right? So I'm coming off after celebrating, and I got my stick. I'm like, hey, man, soft, dear. No hard feelings, buddy. Take my stick. And his eyes lit up like that. And I went to give it to him. I went, fuck you. I <laughs> thought <laughs> you said you're going to spear him. No, no, so he went to take it. I go, fuck off. And he's like, <laughs> and the boys broke right behind me. We were fucking dying. This guy was just crushed. He was just crushed. Fuck you. He's like, like oh, he's like, well, thanks, good. man. I just, fuck you. This is after you beat us in seven, too. Yeah, I you was waiting pricks. for it. Yeah. Um, but that's, <laughs> I went the different road. He deserved his spear and then. Uh, you know. Oh, it was just, I got Brookie and Loops behind. I'm like, watch this, boys. And I'll be, if you could see that, he was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, thank, fuck I was you. sitting next to his wife or something. And just, <laughs> I don't think he was married. <laughs> <laughs> he was sitting beside an empty fucking popcorn thing and a fucking couple hot dog wrappers is what he was beside. <laughs> oh, man. I love Ken Danico, though. Yeah, Dan was great. I love that. Imagine playing against well, him. Imagine, what's there not to love about a guy like that? Imagine going to the net Life against for, him. for the devils? No. I mean, hell no, my fucking... <laughs> to save these forearms for golf and these triceps. We played against Danico though, right? Our early on, I think my first year in Tampa, he was on the Devils team that beat us out in the first round. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah, no, I think his last run was um, in I mean, 2004. And Danico here. Stand by. Stand by here. They beat the Ducks in 02. They beat the Ducks in 02, right? 0203 was his last year, so I never played against him. He retired with the cup. That's right. We knew that. 1,283 games, 2,500 penalty minutes. Sober now, too, right? Remember we had him on? We were talking. Mm-hmm. I never knew that, but um, yeah, Monty, good story. Got the stick from Ken Danico, Pittsburgh fan. I was at the old Igloo. Scored a few in there. I wonder if that guy from Milwaukee listens to our podcast, if he's going to remember that story. It'd be nice if Princey could get the tape of that. Oh, I don't even know if there was tape. I mean, there was game seven. I'm sure there was yeah. highlighted Fuck somewhere. off, I told him. <laughs> <laughs> Maxie, let's, let's go with the call, fella. Fellas, calling from work today, putting in the extra hours on the May long weekend. Just wanted to call and say you guys are awesome, doing a great job. Uh, wanted to know about uh, your home courses in Canada, where you're playing. Obviously, we know Big Canyon out in Cali there, but uh, um, from Winnipeg, Manitoba, my name's Barry. Had 
The only other question I had here was, uh, what's the deal with the grip stick? Do you guys prefer the matte finish or the grip? It seems like you can't find a matte finish stick anywhere, even at the big stick uh, stores in town here. Uh, that's about it, fellas. It's fun to say you guys are awesome. I've been calling everybody fella for the last couple of years here because uh, since I started listening to you guys a couple of years ago, uh, I can't get it out of my head. So everybody's fellas. The whole hockey team is fellas. And uh, you guys are killing it. Keep going and uh, rest in peace, uh, Broadway. Love you guys. If you can't fucking enjoy a good Canadian oh, named Barry, Barry, his fucking his accent, if you can't fucking enjoy that, hey. I don't know what, what what can make you chuckle more than that guy. I don't know. That was great. But I guarantee Barry's the guy bringing the blue lights to the practice of the game. Sure right? He's just walking in, smoke hanging out of his mouth. Just, guy, just going, I, you guys aren't leaving yet, are you? Boys, yeah. Huh? Oh, well, you got to be home. That kid's got to get up in the morning. Fuck that. Have another blue light here. Nice. Have a smoke. Come on. We don't want to go home to our wives here. Come on, fellas. Let's... uh. Jeez, yeah. uh, Barry, Barry, what a guy, Barry. Hey, I, I, when I went home early in the year, there was a men's league, tur- there was a beer league tournament at my rink when I came out, and the boys were sitting in the parking lot, eh, having a dart, <laughs> yeah, smoking, drinking blue lights, yeah, the, the bottom, you know, the uh, the Put back the down. down, yeah, the hatch, the down, hatch down, down, yeah. Um, what was this question? Oh, big, is the is the stick company in Winnipeg called Big Sticks? Is that what it's called, Big Sticks? What a name! There's actually a place called the Big Stick Store. In Winnipeg? That's what he was saying. Yeah, you, go to this, you can't find him anywhere except the place with the big sticks. <laughs> we don't know what he's talking about, yeah. Barry. He's uh, drunk he was, in his basement. Yeah, we don't he know. He, what few. is he talking about? The matte finish on the what? So on I the think golf he's club asking or like, is it a hockey stick? I think he's asking, like, do you use the sticky grip or the old fucking... KY jelly ribbed. on there. KY jelly My stick had the ribbed on I there. I bet it did. It did. A little extra girth. I got a big paw. <laughs> So I had a big We're talking cock. about hockey sticks, right? not, your, <laughs> not your cock. No, no, no. I'm talking about my stick. Oh, yeah. I had the, yeah, the rib shaft. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know what I'm talking about? I, hey, I, look, t- grab that fucking. Hey, we're going to go to the archives again. Let's grab see if that you, Bauer let's stick. Let's see if you fuck this one Four, up. Five from the right. Binger, what was the five one? Five from the right, Binger. Binger way. What yeah. was the one, one time two, you said? One, two, three, four, five. That one. Feel that. Right. Go up and down on that shaft. Rib for her. Hey, bigger rib for her pleasure, bro. Hey, show me that. That's rib, a rib shaft. Rib for her pleasure. Hey, bigger. Remember, he's like, I can't bigger, believe you gr- never went with that the, stick. I, I, got I can't my believe initials you never went that. with the ribbed. I, I, I use the same that. stick. Feel that rib? Is it ribbed? Yes. Look, you can, I, I can see it. Gotta be honest, I didn't use condoms a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> as, soon as, as, soon as, the, as soon as I felt the opener, there she went. There she went. I guess she's kind of ribbed up. So yeah, no, it is ribbed. ribbed. Yeah, got a that's small, mine, right? Small little knob on her. Yeah, yeah. pizza well, shovel. When you got the <laughs> when you got the rib, you don't need a huge knob. So I would say you you have the the not sticky though, right? You, uh, well, that what that does have it on is the sticky stick from your like this. Yeah, the you know yeah, yeah. baseball. Turn the tape over, rub it up and down. Sandpaper. Nice twig. It's a good twig. I didn't know, um, I didn't know you had the rib stick, but so I so I like the ribbed sh- shaft. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I, like, I think uh, his first question though was was golf clubs. I like the mag- I like the magnums. I like when they fall off. Eh? <laughs> I like when they fall off. What kind of condoms do you use? Magnums. I like when they fall off. <laughs> golf course. I I grew up playing um, Port Hope Golf and Country Club, and then my go to course was Dalewood Golf and Curling Club. Hmm. I uh, played Miskinaw. 
And that was where I got Sounds my- Sounds like there's my, a lot of mosquitoes there. Or, yeah, there is. It's on the Sny River. And- uh, Miskinaw, bring the fucking bug spray. Miskinaw Golf Club. It's uh, part of a McDonald Island uh, Recreation Center. It's where, the, where I used to learn how to skate and it's all that shit. Fort McMurray, right? Yeah. And uh, I go, I got my first job. I was a back- uh, like a back shop boy. Yeah, I did that job. Drove the fucking the, driving range. Yeah, that's car. a great job for kids. Bring all the beers to the halfway house for the for the girls. Yeah. That's where great all, the, gigs. all the hot high school girls used to work. Right. <laughs> so it was a great gig. I was like I knew 12, there was a 13. Reason. I knew there was a reason. Yeah, 12, 13, I thought you were just, just trying to maybe, you know. And you know me, I got a little OCD. I like to keep things tight. So I was good at washing carts and keeping all the balls fucking in order. <laughs> you know? And then. Um, I don't know what he's talking about. And then about the Fort Mac Golf Club was, was another place. Did that place burn down in the fires or is it back? Fucking crispy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she went down, but. Is there any trees left or she's just uh, a lace course now? It's, unfortunately, it's, you, you know, you're going to find your ball when you go in the bush. Good, I like courses. Well, actually, like no, I'll tell you, I'll tell you why you won't. Because when everything burns, it comes back like thicker. It's like when you shave your bush, it comes back way thicker. It's like when, when Binger shaves his chest, it comes back just full force. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so. If we, now when you hit it in there, it's a little bushy. Yeah. It's bushy. 70s bush porn kind it's of thing. It's full, or? yeah. It's get Just the weed whacker out. <laughs> it's a tough track, though. Like, what, let's Great say, track. Let's say we went Fort up Mac there. Golf Club. And you were it's ready 10 to 10 out of 10. You would love it. What would you shoot? Uh, it's tight. I'd probably I'd shoot 76. So it's like big canyon tight. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. It bounds both sides in every hole. Shit. They added nine more in. So there's 27. It's where Brento plays. Keeps his golf cart there. He's got his own golf cart? Yeah, my dad gave him one. That's nice. My dad's had one with a little shed down on the golf course for 15 years. We got to send him a Mr. Curfew sticker to put on He does need it. Did I tell you that? I got stickers. Nice. If you guys need stickers, stickers. I got stickers. I got a sticker guy. You want one for your car, Binger? (laughs) Hey, Binger, I got a sticker guy. You need stickers or what? I was told for the new car, I can't put any stickers on it. Yeah, you don't want to. I had too many on the last one. your, Your last one was... More sticker than car. Yeah. Did that come from your parents or? That was uh, from my parents, from my boss, Al, from from pretty much everyone. Not wow. from your surfing buddies though, eh? They're like, get some stickers No, nah, they were there. stoked. They wanted stickers. Everyone's yeah. just trying to take the, the soul out of you, eh? Would you they're just trying, throw, trying to pull the soul right out of you, taking your stickers away, making you work. Would you just throw Fuck. fucking any sticker on there? Like, was there a was there a, a fine line that the sticker had to be no, over? No, I'd, I'd get a sticker and just put it on there. About it. it. Yeah, so as long as it had sticky stick on it. As long you. as it stayed. Yeah, what you can't the, do what that. What was to your the first car. sticker you ever put on there? It so was I'm, a Bing surfboard sticker that I got. Wow. Okay. I would have put that on if I was if I was him. Yeah. You know, you got a cool sticker on your car about you having a baby on board. It's like baby from Hangover. It is. That's a cool sticker. Baby on Carlos. board. Carlos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought my, yeah. Like, I thought you looked like a Carlos too. I mean, it's not on my car. It's on Christina's, but. Well, I mean, the, it's the, on the, the Gobshaw family car. It's one of the family cars. You yeah. got about nineteen cars there, motorcycles. <laughs> yeah. Fucking it. Firebird chamber, a cold tub, sauna, hibachi grill. Yeah, <laughs> what's your fucking what's, what's your what's your what's your what's your electric bill? Fucking like, twelve hundred a month. It's not Chris for... Wallace family Christmas over here. The fucking place is getting on. <laughs> <laughs> coolers. Hey, uh, Beckham, grab 12 that. Twelve TVs. <laughs> fucking five fridges. Grab that fucking what's it called? A deep freeze. What's the thing you used to plug in? Uh, help me out here. The magic wand. No. <laughs> the extension cord. Yeah, the extension cord. Beckham, yeah. grab that extension cord. Plug it in over here. We got to get this abachi girl fired up. The day Fucking Uppie was Santa in Claus here. Fucking Santa Claus on the roof. There was a, yeah, there was Uppie, a lot of Uppie electricity. In here on with G&E, like, complaining about his bill. Why is my bill? Yeah, this no, this can't be possible. Southern Edison. A couple Go hours. Fuck yourselves. Uppie's yelling on the phone with the 
Edison Company. I just had the solar guys. The solar solar guys. guys. It's got to fucking pump out some fucking oh, yeah. beats per minute. What is that? What I was in there up? at 530 <sighs> in the morning this morning. Um, How many times you rubbed one out in there? The bunch. <laughs> that pure, pure oxygen. Here, boys, have a fucking taste of that. <laughs> oh, you're a fucking beauty. What was the question again? Oh, the golf courses. Yeah. Um, it's your home course in. Oh, yeah. yeah we got Port a sticker Hope. guy. Oh, yeah. Dale would golf at Curling Club. Yeah. So we'll, get Brent to, to, we'll get Brent to a sticker. Sean LaFontaine, Chris Markle. We call him Sparky. He's been my neighbor. He's been the club championship. Like, 13 times you see this guy just big boiler on him smoking dark. I actually quit smoking nice um, Kyle Campbell <laughs> um, all the boys man they had a good Thursday game there they do eh my weekend- hey, it's funny why are the Thursday games in, in Canada <laughs> I don't know but men's you, nights are Thursdays I missed a lot of Friday workouts man yeah. I would get fucking banged up Thursday night go to Kelly's so and I'd be funny. like I'm not coming to work out it's Fridays in the US well that makes more sense yeah <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Canada, you go for Thursday night fucking twilight rounds of men's men's night. Yeah. Thursdays. Hey, uh, when you lived in Fort Mac, how far would you have to drive to work out? Like for me, when I was in Ontario, I have to drive like an hour to work out. I got to be honest. I never, ever worked out in Fort Mac. I was never living there. I'd always go to Edmonton every summer. Oh, so yeah, that's why. But um, no, it, it would be a little trek in 20 minutes, 25. 20, you? An hour, 45 to an oh, hour. Oh God, no wonder you missed a bunch. But then I put a gym in my, I put a gym in my garage. That's when just I made, an excuse when I made to the stay sh- right in the wrapper. Yeah, but that's when I made the show. Uh, I said, Pitter, let's get this shit out of here. Paint the walls, put some rubber down, get a fucking bike and a fat suit in here. And I, I needed really? something there. So on Fridays, I would just probably go in there and sweat it out. Nice. Yeah. Open the door. Love it. Tunes playing. Love it. Mosquitoes flying in. There's a lot of mosquitoes up there. Buddy, I had the nicest deck right on the number one. Be sitting there, all the boys like this. Hey, uh, that, that sun would go fucking down and it would just be like. <laughs> <laughs> Like people down do, here have no idea, no idea, a, unless you're like a fisherman and you like to go like up to lakes and yeah, you have no idea about mosquitoes living in Southern California, which is why we live here. I'll pay the taxes <laughs> just so I don't have to whack one of those guys well, off my, my nose. I used to live here cause the weather, but that's gone too. Yeah. I'm going to try to read one here without fucking it up here. Just because the title up dog is my Clooney. Not that that sounds gay in any fucking way. Are you allowed to say gay still? Can you say that? Uh, Brennan Fritzy. Fritzy. <laughs> Subject, Heat Daddy. Hey, boys. Just a follow-up from the Heat Daddy episode. Just a comment about Heater. Quite a few years ago, I was on a golf trip to Kelowna with the boys, and we hit up the Eldorado for Sunday brunch. I'm assuming that's a strip club ups? Eldorado? Eldorado. Where at? For a Sunday brunch in okay. Kelowna. Ooh, that's a, no, it's a fucking beautiful spot. On the oh. lake, hotel, oh, okay. marina. Man, get your head out of the gutter, O'Brien. Okay? <laughs> um, what a fucking spread, by the way. Best brunch yeah. ever. Yep. And who do we see? Fucking heater wearing a Grandview Steelers bucket there with some of the fellows and some absolute rockets. So naturally, I have to go over and buy them an, a round of drinks. Then we finished brekkie, asked for the tab, and the absolute dime of a waitress said our tab was covered, and heater paid for it. What a fucking beauty. Just wanted to pass the story on to on of what a beauty is here. Thanks, boys. Keep doing your thing. Love the pod. Bernie Fritz, a.k.a. Brento, Big Chucks, Chilliwack, BC. Brendo. I butchered that. So the last time I was in Kelowna, I had lunch at Eldorado with Heater. You did? It's funny that he mentioned that. On the patio, him and his girl, they had their little kid, and I sat and drank, I mean, 10 beers with them in 30 minutes. That's his pace. Standard. That's his pace. It was great. Well, well, well Up Dog is my Clooney. That was just his title That was it? the comment before. 
Oh, oh yeah. I oh, fucked from it Scoopsy up. and Hev. Well, I'll read it. Oh, no, it's so long. <laughs> we, we don't have time. What do you mean? My biggest accomplishment is not, well, that's a different one. No, this, it's that's the whole all one thing. It's that email, the whole one before. I just forgot to put a space between the end of it and the start of the next one. Oh, okay. My bad. Subject is the fellows deserve a fuck. A fucking statue. statue. Read it, Ups. <laughs> Read it. Okay. I'll get right to the point before the pod is over because this is long. Um, just kidding. Much respect to the Updog's wheels and the way Obi keeps it real. Obe's great interview on Cam and Strick. That's what common man needs to hear. <laughs> common or common? The common. Common. Common, <laughs> common hey, man. You're not common if you're common. I'm a common man. I can relate to those temptations. I was a D3 backup in Boston, and my demons and alleged fame caused me to bring the heat every Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and some Mondays. I can't even imagine what it's like being in the show. No, I was a third stringer. I felt like I was above everyone because I was a 25-year-old athlete. P.S. I did not start one D3 college game. I was a glue guy, so he's he's that bad. Uh, But the the reason for this email is I miss Jimmy Scoops. Growing up in a town over from Dorch, Scoopsy and his brother and their dad are royalty. These guys are studs, and even though Jimmy scored seven goals on me every game as a youth, when I saw this guy in public or at some Martha's Vineyard Beach Club blacked out, (laughs) the guy was always gold, treated me like I played a thousand games in the show, so rest in peace, Jimbo, and keep it up, Kev. You guys are such an inspiration to us local guys, not just because of your unbelievable accomplishments, but you guys always kept it real. P.S. Scoopsy and Kev, my biggest accomplishment as an athlete was at the Quincy Youth President's Cup back in who gives a fuck. <laughs> I have the puck hung up in my man cave China cabinet because Jimmy said I look like Marty B out there. PSPS up dog is my Clooney. Okay, so. okay, okay, okay. So I fucked it up. What a beauty, man. Beauty. That was a well-written little note there. What's a China cabinet? That's, that uh, just... that's like an arm wire, <laughs> right? I yeah. mean, that's like caught between your skates, right? China cabinet? China cabinet arm wire. No, a China cabinet's where you put your China. Yeah, yeah, like right, but he's describing like the puck was caught between my china cabinet. Oh, it was no, that. I have the puck hung up in my man cave china cabinet because Jimmy said I look like Marty B out there. So that's his little cabinet downstairs. That's, where his, go- that's where he keeps his trophies uh, from, like his, his, his played away. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. When he was twelve. Well, <laughs> listen, I mean, sounds like a beauty, but Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Mondays—that's a good stretch of getting after it. Yeah, I guess if you're the third if, stringer, if you're playing every day like that, you think you'd put you'd get better. So. I was a D three backup. <laughs> what, what, what's the, <laughs> what's division three? Uh, that's like d- I don't know. That's like two one below division one, right? I don't think I it's, know, it's, it's it's the bottom of the bottom of college step, sports. There's no sco- there's no scholarships. Is there it's, a division two though? I don't think. Yeah, there, there is. Oh, there is. Okay, I don't know about mind. hockey, but oh, there is another sports. It's called rec rec hockey, right? Or I mean, that's called club hockey, isn't it? D three. Yeah, it's basically club. All right. There's no, bro- there's no babes coming to watch you play club. No, apparently not, because this guy had to go out and chase him on Tuesday, yeah. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I played club baseball at TCU, and there were a couple couple honeys that showed up to our club games. Well, yeah, yeah look, at, look at your man bun. Of course they yeah, were. Look at that shit. And that's baseball. They can go. They don't even look at the game. They just go and, you know, they got to go to a hockey rink. It's cold. It's like, what the fuck are these guys doing out there? Baseball, at least you get a tan. Yeah. You're kind of hanging out. I mean, I'm just baseball yeah. is so much better to play for that reason. You just said, right. In the summer times, even me growing up, like play on the afternoon. And you know, when we were playing, I'll go swing some right now. If you <laughs> we all, we all got the footage of that. <laughs> I'll strike you out again. If you want no, to, but we played double hitters on Saturday right back at you and uh, poor Rope's finest, yeah. you know, poor open Colbert. They come out to the game. 
but they're not going to go to the hot like a hockey games are harder sell like it's cold it's cold. shitty yeah, yeah. You know? But you, there's the odd, there's the odd time though. At, you show up to like a little men's league skate, and there's two babes there, and you're looking around. And you're like, which one of you beauties has these girls here? Like, you guys are, you guys are sick fucks. Do you remember the one guy we'd skate with in the summer at Anaheim Ice that would bring his girlfriend to every skate? Sure do. I thought you. I, I was hoping you'd lead into that. <laughs> I'm like, whose girl's that? Are you nuts bringing her in here? What the hell are you thinking here, man? I'm shell skating around like. <laughs> you see my ribbed grip tape? Happy go again. I, yeah. I, I say fuck. Sorry, boys. We, we finally, we told him, like, hey, leave her at home, didn't we? Or did he keep bringing her? He kept bringing her. He did. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, probably listens to the pod. Local guy. Runs a hockey academy. Oh, he does? Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. I, I has kids with her. And she's, she keeps oh, he up. got married with her? Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess so. When they were bring, married. When you're bringing her to the morning skate, you know, she loves Maybe her. they're divorced now. I don't know, actually. It's been five years since I played hockey. Yeah, so. yeah. Maybe I was just How jealous. Was, like, you got to retire. You got to love a guy to go to the morning skate in the summer in August, you know? To Anaheim Ice to watch him skate around with like, you know, a bunch of pro guys. Like that, she yeah. must love. Like, of course, she got married. They love each other. Was it Anaheim Ice? That, it was Anaheim. Oh, you Ice. never ever skated at the new one. Never. You would no. like that. Yeah, you like. Anyways, uh, I hope it's still working out. I hope you guys. Are, I hope you're not divorced <laughs> like the Updog said. Max, do we got one more call? Yeah, we got. Some Let's more. do one more, then we're yeah. done. What are you at? These are my Calling back from Newfoundland. I just want to say I just got over my hangover from. Uh, my Arizona trip in the waste management has Holy to be some of the drunkest me. people I've ever seen in my life. What a bunch of creatures. And Obi, the women, you know, whoa, that was a good time. Anyway, when you come down to Newfoundland, uh, let me know and up dog and we'll tee it up. I'll bring the Labatt Blue Star Newfoundland beer and the Screech. Get nipped on that. <laughs> nipped. Anyway, my question is, who's the best golfers that played in the show? And uh, tell us a funny golf story from one of your guys' trips. Take care, boys. Have a good one. I'm out. Good noofie. So we're going to be there in August. August 2nd, we're going out for a lobster broil at Scott and Mandy's place. We are. Staying the night and then off to Ireland the next morning. <laughs> how, how pinned do we need to get that night? I'm going to get real pinned. Yeah, because we should go down to George Street and enjoy it. I'm like, going to George Street. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Fuck Yeah. Um, I'll be the try to do the Junkers guy in Newfoundland, which is gonna be hard because <laughs> you can just sleep on the bird on the I'm way. Sleep over. the whole way seven hours, right? To Dubby, I don't think it's seven hours. No, it's way. like five, probably, right? It's yeah, because we get a tailwind. You get a tailwind. I might going tell the pilot to put her in third. No, don't drop her in fourth. Just <laughs> take the time over the Atlantic there. Right? <laughs> Best golfer I play with, Up Dog. You're a great golfer, but I think Pavelski. Uh, Mikey Medano, Halsey. I mean, there's tons of good golfers, right? I think uh, um, Wisniewski. Wiz is a stick. Stick. And and um, Killhorn. Ray Whitney. Killhorn's a fucking good. stick. Killer's a stick. Yep. Bombs it. Yeah. Like he was hitting it so far when we played with him. Hayden Flurry, that kid's a stick too. We played with Big Canyon. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all good golfers. Getsy's great. Getsy's good. Who's the worst golfer you ever play with? The, the usually the Euros. No, but who's the worst golfer that wanted to be a golfer? Um, <laughs> Lubel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say uh, Andrew O'Brien, aka Meat. This guy, we I would take him out to Torrey Pines, and he would just his anger. He would just snap and fucking break his clubs yeah. and throw his driver. And I'm like, dude, calm down. Bertuzzo's but he wanted to be bad. so good. Bertuzzo's pretty bad too. He looks like he'd have a weird swing, kind of like long. Eh. Right? Just, he's a little rushed out there. He's not quite got the fundamentals down. He's 
I mean, he always looks good and he's having fun no matter what. He's not a guy that wears like his bad golf on his, on his yeah. sleeve, you know? That's if you're not going to be good, you got to be that guy. Fun to drive in the car with. Yeah. Play tunes, get drunk. Yeah. You but. can't be like a, you can't be a 15 handicap and then hit it and say like, oh, I got that off the heel. Ah, oh, and it's in like the, the fairway. You're like, yeah. you're never supposed to, if you're 15, you're never supposed to hit it on the front, the perfect spot on the club. No. That's and, why you're 15. And don't look for your ball. The whole yeah, thing. stop. It's gone. Don't read your Drop putts. another one. You're out. Don't read a putt. Sick. You know, don't. Putt. If you're a bad golfer, don't make it like, don't try to, oh, I'm going to finish out. No, no. You, you made an eight. Just pick it up. Pick it up. Pick it up. Just keep this uh, get pace to play. Speed of play. Yeah. That's what's wrong with this game. It's all you fucking idiots looking for your balls. <laughs> well, that was fun. talking to you out there. That so. was fun. That was fun. I love the curfew calls up dog to the highlight of, uh, I wish we could just do these all the time. Are we just going to throw these in a mixed bag of uh, in a blender and just see what, well, one, no, see got, what ones come out at when? Or? We could do that. Or we got them in the order. We got them in order if we yeah. want to do that way. Whatever you want. We could do it. We could do it whichever way you want. Maybe we should have like uh, after these are all unleashed, like an online vote on which ones they love the most. I'm going to get some. I'm going to definitely want some reactions from the listeners to see what they thought. There's a couple. I forget about the early ones, but there's a couple of the early ones where we had full on laugh attacks. Yeah. No. Awesome. Awesome. Updog, thanks. Banger, Maxi, Hall Pass Media. That curfew was calls. Curfew, fella. Who got the biggest bag in the room? 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 Hey, I lead the way. Yes, leader. Follow the way. Follow the way. I'm not Beyonce. No, it's bigger than Jay. Ho. All in the studio cooking up beats. Woo. But I'm not Yay. Yeezy. That's in the whole industry, but they not trying to pay. Hey. I wanted like 10 mil. Hey. They were like last year.